Hello, you are listening to Press Pause on FreshAir.radio. I'm your host, Anna Vanderpool, and every week I will be choosing one major theme, thought, feeling, or emotion that I've been having um, and inviting you to stop, slow down, think, and reflect with me. Um, this week I am going to talk about friendship. Um, a very fitting topic. I'm coming back to you really, really excited and refreshed. Um, I was so nervous about my first episode last week and I have received so, so, so much support and positive feedback and kindness. For anyone who's listening, who listened last week and is tuning in again, thank you so, so, so much for anyone who messaged me about it, came back with your, like, positive things, like, the good vibes have been so high this past week, and I, I'm usually, like, very grateful for the people in my life, but, oh, this week, just, (laughs) like, gang pulled up, you know what I'm saying? Um, so I'm primarily going into this feeling really positive and really happy, which is um, my favorite version of myself and will most likely be your favorite version of me also. So I'm going to be talking about friendship giving and friendship receiving um, and just some general reflections that I have on the whole. Um, I've also done some field research um, among some people that I'm going to share um, just in a, in a little bit of a way of getting not just my own opinions on here. As always, I'm going to be playing some calming, reflective, fitting tracks along the way. Turns out there's a lot of songs that I have in my playlist that have the word friend in it in the title. Um, Not all appropriate for on air, but some of them have certainly made it on. So to start off with, um, here are some things about me and friendships. I would say that friendships are probably one of, if not the most important thing in my life. Um, And that spreads itself to, I guess, like my connections overall, right? So whether that's like purely a friend or like my family or a boyfriend, I would say that those kind of like the core friendships of those kind of things are so, so important to me. Um, I'm a very social person, so I spend a lot of time with people. I'm very extroverted. Um, I pull a lot of my energy from people that's how I recharge that's how I think through that's how I relax that's how I have my fun it's with other people don't get me wrong I can like I can spend time on my own for sure but I feel it a lot a lot when I haven't um spent time with someone in a while my general week does tend to be filled with spending time with at least four or five different people I'd say that's like on average Um, and that's barring my flatmates, who I also spend a lot of conscious time with as well. Um, so, you know, like most days I'm either seeing, you know, when possible, um, I'm seeing at least someone for maybe studying together or lunch or a coffee, a walk, a dinner, um, of course, pre-COVID, like a lot of parties and hangouts and this kind of thing, um, And I love that. It doesn't happen very often to me that I don't feel like ready to like capable of socializing. Um, I think it's actually so like socializing is probably one of my biggest strengths um, and one of the things in my life that I enjoy the most. In high school, I was part of a really big group of friends um, that is still standing now. Um, and so I always think about it in a way of like I was raised with that there was always someone there in terms of like socially there was always something going on we'd always be doing something on the weekends we'd always have lunch together this kind of stuff and it's that feeling of like having a net um, and having some kind of like home and safety and just just a lot of people and a lot of stimulation um and overall my year in school was really quite social and there was a lot of like I don't know how to say that like a lot of connections between everyone um so I feel like in that kind of way I grew up socialized into being really social 
And then when I came to university, I had this, as we all do, this image in my head of, oh, this is going to be so amazing. I'm going to make so many friends. I'm going to meet so many people. I'm going to meet like my people. Um, because I have an image of myself as very social, very socially capable, um, which I certainly am. But, uh, of course, as you probably know, um, making friends at university doesn't always go the way that you want it to. Um, and I had a very, very lonely first year of university. That was due to being really homesick, being really shaken by the experience of going somewhere new, feeling really far away from home, feeling like I didn't fit in all too much. Um, I was also quite mentally unwell. Um, but on top of that, I was just really, really lonely. I connected with my flatmates. Um, but other than that, it really took me until probably halfway through the second semester to start regularly making friends. And that was so, so tough for me. It, it, it's a weird thing to, for me to reflect back on now because now my image and... Um, like what I associate with being in Edinburgh and being in this city is so loved, so social, so like it's so much fun. All of like so many of my favorite people are in this city. But when I look back then, I was just so, so, so alone. And it really did take me a while to start meeting my people. Once I did, like once those gates were open, things just snowballed um, and got so good from there. But before that, like, if anyone out there is listening to this, if any first years, once again, are listening to this, um, like, it will get better. But it is so tough. And I think it's also something that people get quite embarrassed to talk about. I certainly didn't want to speak on it when, like, coming home for Christmas or speaking on it to new people. I really didn't want to say that I didn't have many friends and that I wasn't very social because especially with going to university and, like, so much of the stuff on social media is you want to prove that you're having a really good time. You want to show people that, oh, look how many friends I've made. Look at, like, look how often I'm going out, blah, blah, blah. And I wasn't doing those things because I didn't have those things, but because everyone else was doing it, it made me feel so alone. In hindsight, I've had so many conversations with people who agree that the first year of university socially and for so many reasons was so difficult but that their social media really didn't reflect that and the way that they spoke to people really didn't reflect that because we were always afraid of saying the truth especially because I think when we speak on not really having friends or not really having found our people you think that it speaks badly on the person you are right like but I always get worried that whoever I'm saying it to is gonna think oh wow like there must be a reason that this girl doesn't really have friends yet so it's something that I'm disinclined to say to people it almost feels like showing up to a job interview and flexing the fact that that's like the 20th job interview that you've been to in that week like that's just not something that you would think to say don't get me wrong, I met some amazing, amazing people in my first year of university who are still in my life. I met my best friend in first semester, actually, I think, like, uh, now about three years ago, wow, um, in October, November time, we sat down next to each other in a lecture in sociology and just hit it off, um, and, like, likewise with some other people, but, I think also because I was so used to having such a large group until my friendships got to a certain amount. I was very like, I just felt like I wasn't social enough. It's taken me a long time to think through the fact that, of course, I was trying to like, the way I was using friendships in that way was to prove to myself that I, that people liked me and to get validation from them. And that's, I know that that's something that I can tend towards when I'm feeling quite insecure. Of course, we all lean on our friends to feel better about ourselves and to feel happy and to feel social and also as distraction, you know, because if you have things going on in your life, if you're not feeling too great about yourself, an evening at the pub with your mates, like, it probably will make you feel better about yourself, whether that's, like, you're asking them to hype you up or not. 
like I hate to admit it to myself, but in the same way that there have been periods of my life where I use being busy as a coping mechanism, as a way to make myself feel better, I glamorize it in a way of like, oh wow, I'm so busy all the time, I have so much going on. I've done the same with friendships. Um, using them as a crutch, using them to feel like, oh wow, people really like me, I have so many friends, I have so many people around me. And this is one of the takeaways from the episode. Um, it's really important to consciously think through your friendships and think why you have those friendships. Like, it's so okay to have certain people that you just like for social stimulation. It's okay to reach out to people because you are feeling lonely and you do need someone around you. But make sure that your friends are in your life to truly enrich rather than to just superficially stimulate, if you know what I'm saying. Like I was saying, Friendships are so important to me and they're definitely one of the primary things that I pour my attention and my time into. Um, I spend a lot, a lot of my week speaking to my friends, texting my friends, um, checking in on people, calling people. Covid has been really frustrating for me in that way. Like all the things that it took away from me from all of us, of course, uh, but socially, have been really, really tricky because I really need stimulation. I, bless my flatmate, dealt with a lot, a lot of me when we were locked down together in Edinburgh from March onwards. Um, and she was basically my only social contact other than people that I could phone and text, of course, um, which I did do, but... You know, I love having people there in person. I really need to be listened to <laughs> at least once a day. Um, I need to be touched. I need to be loved. Um, I need to pour my energy into someone else. I want to also always hear what my friends are up to and how they're doing. Um, I love spending my time with people. I love new friendships. Oh my god, you know when you like meet someone kind of through something or like through other people and you text them or you, they end up texting you after a party and are like let's grab a coffee and you grab a coffee with someone and you're like yes it just hits the spot with you for me like I'm very intuitive with my connections and so I usually know straight away when someone and I are gonna be friends you know sometimes it takes it I definitely think that friendships take building and conscious building rather than just like only um a connection but um I do usually know when I like someone <laughs> um and oh that feeling of like getting to know someone for the first time or like opening up to each other learning each other's experiences backgrounds likes dislikes I love 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 that Oh, I miss so many of my acquaintances, you know, people that I usually run into or see at a party or all this kind of stuff that I just don't have the time for anymore to pour individual hours into. Because with the rules, it means that I can't really see my friends in groups anymore. So if I want to see someone, I can at most see if two of my friends live together in the same household, I can see two of them at the same time. Other than that, I have to singularly reach out to and meet up with my friends for walks or coffee or lunch. Um, and that it's very, very time heavy. It takes a lot, a lot of hours. And I find myself wishing constantly that I had more hours because if I did, there's like, there's always a list of 10 people that I haven't seen in a while that I really, really want to see. So if you're out there and you're listening to this and I haven't seen you in a while, I miss you. <laughs> but I don't have the hours. I have a hard time usually putting aside me time for so, so, so many reasons, but mainly because I'm just so extroverted and I love the people around me. One of the things that I think is really important is to be conscious in your friendships, to think about why you're there, what you give, what you get, um, what the point of them is. Um, my role that I take on in friendships is I'm a very, very attentive person. So um, I do a lot of reaching out, both in the beginning phases of a friendship and, you know, 
it, when a friendship has already done its growing, um, I am usually the person that is texting and asking to see someone. Now that's for multiple reasons. It's because I'm quite um, outgoing. I really have no issues sliding into people's DMs. Um, I am also very busy, so it works quite well for me to message someone rather than them messaging me. You know, like it puts me in a good position to be like, okay, I can do this in that time. Can you do that? Because it means that I know that I'm planning socially. Um, I'm also a planner, which means that I really like to kind of a week in advance know what I'm doing next week, which requires me to message people and coordinate that. Um, but beyond that, I really, I'm deeply, deeply, deeply empathetic. And I really deeply care about the people around me. They're so important to me. And that means that I do spend, I maybe at least four times a day, I'll be messaging someone, asking how they are, checking in on them. Um, through COVID, I did a lot of checking in with people, phoning people, making sure they had someone to speak to. Um, but even beyond that, in just normal life, even people that I can't see very often, I really, really like just checking it in. I've done a lot of reflecting on like why I do that and whether I do that for myself or for that person. Um, I think there's always a level of for myself, you know, I've read, I know that I find it very important to be present in people's lives and to be important in someone's life you know like I'd really like I love the idea of that there are multiple people out there who would look back in a couple of years on their university time and think oh that girl was really significant to my experience I'd love that I mean mainly for the people that were also really significant to me because all we ever want is to you know be valued the same way that we value other people but it's also I'm just so curious about how people are doing I really care that the people that I know are doing well and I really care that if there be someone that I I'm kind of friends with or speak to once in a while or I'm a, I'm a lot closer to I like knowing that if there was something I could do to help them if they needed it, that I would do that. Um, and that I reach out enough to make sure that if that needs to happen, that I can be there. I invest a lot of myself into friendships. Um, we'll get onto this when I talk about friendship giving. Um, but I'm really there for, I'd say primarily, probably emotional support is one of the things that I offer. Other than just like a good time and companionship, I pride myself on being a good listener, on being a good supporter. I can have good advice if you want it, but mainly I'm just always there. I provide a lot of love and support and comfort because I'm so empathetic, you know, and that means that like your pain is my pain, like, your triumphs are my triumphs, like, your unease is my unease, and so I will, I can't separate that from myself for better or for worse, which means that I, like, put so, so, so much of myself into my closest friends, and I wouldn't have it any other way, you know, there are times where that has definitely not worked out too well for me, and it makes me very, very vulnerable, um, but most of the time, from my closest friends, it's met with the same thing. I would say that right now, all of the relationships I have in my life, whether that's like my closest friends, my flatmates, people that I see a bit less, I give and I get the exact same thing back, which is fantastic because how inclined I am to give um, definitely puts, like I said, it makes me very vulnerable. It puts me in danger of giving too much because anyone who wants to take advantage of that and take, take, take without supplying anything back could. And that has definitely happened to me in the past and I'm becoming more and more conscious of it and requiring more and more from the people in my life. Um, but yeah, it's something that, you know, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh, maybe I, you know, give a little bit too much. And when was the last time that someone gave me things back in the exact same way? Reflect on that. It's so important that the people in your life supply you with the same things back. You know, if you pour half of your cup in them, 
they really should be pouring half of theirs back into you, whether that's like in the moment, you know, like of course there are imbalances. In some weeks, a friend might need me more than I need them. Or sometimes when we hang out, I might spend the two hours talking about myself because I really have an issue that I need to talk through. But on the whole, this should be really balanced. I'd say balance is so important in a friendship and I don't mean that in a way of like you need to be the same types of people or like you need to be uh, out, you know on the other hand you need to be polar opposite so you balance each other out no I just mean in terms of like what you give each other and what you provide for one each one another should be really balanced which very naturally brings me to talking about giving and getting and the differences between the two um, and chatting through some of the results that I got from polling some of my friends. Before that I'm going to play you a little song. Um, this is Friends by Francis and the Lights featuring Bonnie Vare. That was Friends by Francis and the Lights featuring Bonnie Vare. And you are listening to Press Pause on Freshair.radio. Um, that song always makes me think of my friend Hilder, who showed me this song. Um, and it's as beautiful as she is. The music video has Kanye West in it. Um and I don't, I, maybe he mixes something for the song? But like the music video is called Francis and the Lights Friends featuring Bonnie Bear and Kanye West. But as far as I can tell, it's only featuring him in terms of like 
Mans is standing there, you know, like he's on camera. But so I'm not really sure if that's like um um Kylie Jenner and WAP situation or if that's like a he's in it, in which case um credits to Kanye for a part of that song. Um yeah, so welcome back. <laughs> I'm gonna get into um the giving and the getting um on friendships, the giving and the receiving, because, you know, okay, let me level with you for a minute, you know, everyone loves getting, in all things, um, don't we all, you know, we all love having a giver in our lives, but, um, a balance is so important, and if you're out there just getting, getting, getting from your friends, whether that's, like, your friend always listens to you and you don't really ask them how they are. Or when you invite them over, they always bring the booze and you just drink it. Or they're always the one reaching out and um, inviting you to things. You should probably start giving, my friend, um, before you mess it up. You know, you don't really don't want to get to a place where um, accidentally you've taken a bit too much and someone puts their foot down and is done. Um, so I took to Instagram to ask some of my friends, um, about giving and getting in a relationship, um, a friendship specifically. Um, thank you to everyone who answered this. Very, very, very helpful. I appreciate my friends. Um, yeah, some really interesting things came out of this. So what I asked was, what is the primary thing that you offer slash give in a friendship? Um, and here are some of the results. So answers included things like banter and emotional support, loyalty, independency, um, a space to talk about yourself, um, genuine feelings, humor, advice, um, openness and vulnerability. Empathy, support, safety, time and advice, um, a unique experience, a good time, and solutions slash help. Um, so I think a lot of that can kind of be categorized into like um, uh, things that are kind of offered in terms of companionship. So that's like a good time, laughs, um, fun things that you can do together and then things that can be offered in terms of like support which a lot of these things have to do with like acceptance loyalty vulnerability understanding um and advice which I would say tend to be the main features of friendships um I think a friendship where you can get both of those in someone who's just a great time and so fun to be around but who you, you can also sit down and have a really interesting conversation with or a intense conversation with. Um, I think that, of course, is the ideal. Um, and also it's so good to have some friends that you get some things and from and some friends... Ooh, wow, I really struggled getting that sentence out. Um, I think it's really important that you have some friends that you can get some things from and other friends that you can get other things from. You know, I think it's really, really good to kind of like cover all of your bases, but they don't have to be covered all by the same person. I'm going to get back to that. But first, I want to share the results of having asked what the primary thing is that someone wants to get or receive from a friendship. I was really interested to see what the answers were for this. Um, the previous one I was really interested in because I don't think people spend too much time thinking about what they can give. In general life, I think people think about what they can get and you know, th that's also the reason why you're attracted to someone, right? Because you're thinking about like, oh, they're so fun. They're so this, they're so that. You're not really thinking like, oh, I could be such a good presence in their life. I could be like a really good stability. I could give this, I could give that. I think maybe that's something that you would think about when getting into a relationship or when really building in a friendship. But most of the time we think about what someone can give us, right? And at the same time, there's a lot of theories about love languages, which are that we tend to give what we want to receive. So I was really interested to hear the answers for this. Um, some of which included hugs, chats, and emotional support, 
help, attention, and love. Um, a safe place to celebrate wins and discuss pain, support and kindness, compassion and entertainment, loyalty, support, empathy, honesty, support, um, someone you can party with, no judgments, love, acceptance, ease, comfort and giggles, and then two responses that said the same thing I give. Um, and I really, really liked a lot of these. I think, in general, a lot of them tended to be, of what you want to get, tended to be a bit more surface level than what you wanted to give. I think a lot of the giving ones had a lot to do with, like, loyalty and being there for someone and providing for someone and, you know, the, the support thing. Um, whereas a lot of getting was the good time thing. Um, which I really, really like. Um, so having given you what my friends think, I'm going to give you what I think. Um, for what I want to receive from a friendship, I wrote down respect, trust, learning, and acceptance. Um, I'm going to add a big one to that, which is stability. Um, and then from the giving, as I already covered, um, I've put listening, love, a good time, my time in general, support and acceptance. Um, and then a big thing that I was interested that no one really um, covered on this was growth. I think that the best thing that some of my friendships have offered me is growth, both in myself, growth in that other person, and growth together. You know, my friends have taught me how to love myself, what to prioritise, um, have helped me get to know myself a lot better. Through my friends, I've learned things ranging from, like, what truly relaxes me and makes me feel happy, how I behave myself socially, what the kind of conversations are that I find interesting, um, where I'm most comfortable, how I'm most comfortable. Um, they've taught me how to express myself, you know, it's, I'd say, um, through family, through a relationship, but also a lot, a lot through friendships. I've learned how to deal with conflict and deal with issues, you know? Like, good times with friends teach you so much, but so do bad times. Times where I've had to have tough conversations with friends or set up boundaries or discuss things that upset me or upset the other person have been really difficult, but have made me grow Oh my god, so much. In the last three years, I've become so much calmer, more confident, more loving, more loved, um, just so much more secure. And a lot of that has happened because of my friendships. And that doesn't just have to happen when you have an issue with a friend. It can also happen through the fact that when I discuss things with my friends, if I'm okay with it, they give me input and they help me grow. They point out various things to me that I hadn't thought of before or connect the dots on certain things in the same way that I would say journaling can do for you. What I was talking about last week with seeing where your feel feelings are coming from, reflecting on what kind of types of triggers are happening for you. But like, friends are that, but they have their own brain <laughs> and they have their own thoughts and their own emotions and they know you. So they can do so much for you in the right way um, to point out things to you, to help you grow, all of these things. And the people that I tend to have in my life, therefore, are people that I admire. You know, if you would put like a Venn diagram of all of the personality traits of my closest friends, um, what the kind of things are that you would find in the middle are people that are confident, driven, funny, um, usually very emotionally intelligent and kind. And those are some of the most important. Of course, there's loads of other things um but those are the most important things and so there's always things in each of my friends that I look at and that I think I could learn from this I could take this and if I would put this into my life I'd be so much better for that whether that's like as surface level or like you know whether that's like as unemotional as um 
someone who has a really good studying schedule that you're like, wow, I should really try and integrate this or that. Someone who has specific skills that you can learn from. Or just someone who like has a certain way of speaking about things, a certain way of thinking through things. You know, I really, really, really love having people in my life that I constantly interact with and think, wow. I come away from these interactions and I think, wow. And there are always parts of them that I would love to see in myself. And that is something that I also really, really want to give, you know. I you must have noticed from this episode and the last episode that I think that growth and conscious living and emotional intelligence are so important. And if I can give that to someone by just by the simple act of having them notice the way that I do things or think through things or talk through things, or even more actively by pointing out gently, of course, pointing out certain things to someone or making them aware of certain situations or behavioral patterns or thought patterns, oh my god, that'd be so, like, that is, that's the kind of thing I want in a friendship. So grow, grow together, grow apart. I mean, don't, like, grow apart, but grow, like, apart from each other, you know? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Um, Of course, not all of your friendships need to be like this, you know? Not everything in your life needs to be, like, what am I getting out of this, and how's it making me grow, and how's it making me a better person by being with this person for two hours? But... I do think that at least, you know, the three people that you're closest to, you should be learning from them. You should be growing from them. And your friendship should always be growing. You should be able to look at what the two of you were like three years ago, like four months ago, five years ago, and think, oh, wow, you know, like we've come a long way. We've gone through a lot together. Um, Look how we interact now. Look how we deal with issues now as opposed to how we dealt with them before. And I think that that also really gets to the idea of what the point of friendships are. My philosophy on this is that friendships are there to make your life better, to enrich it, whether that's like you need a little help getting through the day, whether that's you need to have advice, whether that's like you want your life enriched because you need to, you know, you want to have a good time or you want to go somewhere or you want someone to experience a certain thing with. Friendship should be there to always, always make things better. And, you know, friendships are tough. There's, of course, everyone has always experienced some kind of like issues or complications or drama with friends. But if you are having excessive friend drama, really, really sit down, pull out your newly bought journal that you got after last week's episode and think that stuff through because excessive drama means that that person or those people aren't giving you what you need and it's adding strain and stress to your life, which friends should really only add positive things to your life. I'm going to say that again. Friends should really only add positive things to your life because otherwise what's the point of them you know if you're think if you are thinking oh wow this friendship really hasn't given me anything in a while or this person is only taking from me or every time I come away from seeing this person I'm actually feeling a bit more stressed they say things to me that I don't like blah blah blah. oh honestly Try and fix it as much as you can. I think in the same way that growing is so important. So important showing someone your boundaries, the things that you like, the things that you don't like. It's really like if someone's saying things to you regularly that you don't like and they think it's okay, call them out on it. Have that difficult conversation. It's really good for you to learn to have difficult conversations with your friends because it puts you in a place where you then feel confident to do that as well with your relationships or in your workplace or with your family. Your friends are such a good testing ground. Not even like a testing ground. They're such a good like, it's like riding a bike with the, um, oh, what is it? Like, with the safety wheels on it first, you know? Like, you're learning to build and grow and sit down and have tough conversations in a space that's, like, it's really safe to do so. Because think through what the worst thing is that could happen when you have a difficult conversation with a friend. Um, I'm definitely not going to get into the pros and cons of being confrontational because I could talk about that for years and years and years. But if you have a friendship that 
isn't going very well, try and fix it. And if you can't, get rid of it. I really, really, really believe that if a friendship isn't giving you something, you should get rid of it. And that's tough. You know, it's so much easier said than done. I've been there. I've done it. There are at least like three people that I've moved that I've had to really, really forcibly remove from my life because they weren't giving me anything. And I've been, it it was so hard. It was so hard, but I've been so much happier afterwards. And there's also people that I've just like drifted apart from without there being any kind of drama, any kind of thing. But you know, friends are expendable and you will have so many more in your life. And some people might be harder to get over than others, but the ones that aren't giving you much and they aren't making you happy, hun, like those really won't be that hard to get over. Once you've gotten rid of someone who isn't giving you much and you're just giving, 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 I promise you, you will feel better after having done so. So that's also my advice for this episode. If you've been putting off having a hard conversation with a friend, or getting rid of a friend, do it. I'm not saying go out there and cuddle ties, but like I said, your friendship should be making your life better. Never, never, never worse. Having said that, I'm going to ease us into our next song. This is Home by Bruno Major. There's no life without love, they say None worth having anyway You're a mystery to me some days That's what keeps me sane A heart that yearns is always young You can't love just anyone It's been a while since 21 I still feel the same Take me home and don't spare the horses Way to a silence I need Take me home and don't spare the horses Way to a ghost in the breeze I don't need to build a house of stone Wherever you Just you and me Been drinking love And dance till three I have everything I need When I'm with you alone Home is where we stay all night No roof above I'll stop in the sky I'd lie here Till the day I die And our time together's flown So take me home song gives me goosebumps every time every single time oh this entire album is so beautiful the reason I wanted to play this um 
is because one of the biggest things that my friends have given me is a home. When I think of my friends, I think of home. When I think of phoning my best friend who doesn't live in this country or being over at my other best friend's house or hanging out with my flatmate here, you know, I think of home. That feeling that you get of being in complete safety and warmth and acceptance and love. It's just someone that you could say anything to, that you can be like crazy laughing with one minute and then crying with the next minute. That you can come and you know that you can be sad, you can be tired, you can be hyped, you can be thoughtful, you can be anything and they will take you and accept you that way and love you that way and they'll probably match your hype or they'll match your sadness and give you the same thing back and pour that back into you and just oh just that feeling of having been fully understood just it's like being with yourself but then even better and coming home and just feeling so happy so serene I think that my friends have given me stability in a way that I haven't been able to reach before in my life in the last three years um they've given me consistency and comfort there are a select few people who have been here and been here for a while and they've shown me that they can be here I know that there are multiple places in Edinburgh where I can go knocking on a door when Nicola Sturgeon allows and I will be met with hugs and love and anything that I need, anything that I need. Um, yeah, wow, sorry, that got a little bit, a little bit much. I love my friends. Um, if you were listening to me saying that and you're thinking, wow, me too, send your friends a little, I love you, man. If you're listening to that and thinking, that's something that I don't feel very often, don't be alarmed. Um, it's taken me a long time to find a lot of people um, that give me this feeling and sometimes it does take a long time and I'm sure that there will be periods and phases of my life where I don't feel as strongly that I am absolutely blessed and so happy in all of my friendships. At the moment, I really do, but if you don't, that's okay and if it's not your priority, that's okay. You know, for me it is, I pull most of my happiness, stability, validation, growth, comfort, stimulation, all for my friends, you know, like my degree or like a part-time job or my hobbies or the gym, like these things give me that kind of thing as well. Um, but it's mainly my social contacts that really, really, really give me a lot in life. Um, yeah, another point of advice that I want to throw in is to um, put your money in different pots, um, which is the most eloquent way that I could think of to say, as much as you can, have multiple friends for multiple things. Um, and within that, spread yourself. Don't spread yourself too thin. You know, like there's limited amounts of time as I've been talking about um, and, you know, to really properly be in something and to invest in something. There's a lot of theories that say that you can really only be close to like, most people can really only manage like really close relations with three to five people at a time, which I can see, you know, there are times where I do think that I've got too much on my plate and I can't possibly give myself to all of the people that I want to give myself to. I actually feel like that constantly. Um, but um, I would say that it is so, so good to always have at least a couple of people that you could turn to. Um, just as a safety net, you know, it's really important that if you're going through something and the friend that you would usually call when you're experiencing heartbreak is busy or isn't there, that you have someone else to call. And the same way that like, if you wanna have a good time, if you wanna go somewhere, if you haven't been social in a while and you need someone, that like there are people there. And you will find that when you invest your time in people, they'll usually, usually invest their time back. So if you've done a good job, those people will be there. Um, I just also think that for emotional support, it's really important to change up who you go to. It's important for things such as getting well-rounded 
opinions if that's what you're looking for you know to get advice it's important to know how certain friends react and to choose what friend to go to depending on whether you want to be like hyped up or whether you just want someone to listen or whether you want someone who takes usually quite like a gentle approach um and then also like I think emotional support to the people around you is so good it's so important but you should never be receiving all of that from one person. You should never be receiving that from one person. And that speaks to my philosophy about relationships too. I think that the basis of every relationship is a really, really strong friendship. And I also think that the basis to a good relationship is other really good, strong friendships. You know, like I know that I can turn to my boyfriend for anything, but I also know that I could turn to my four closest friends for anything and that means that I don't ever overwhelm any of them because they're like wow Anna has phoned me five times this week crying about the same thing or crying about different things you know if I've already complained to someone about something I sure as heck am gonna make sure that I'm gonna phone someone else to complain about it and the same about my pain because when push comes to shove People get bored, but also people have their own stuff to deal with. And it's really important to not overwhelm them because as much as like you need to be there for your friends, they also, you should not be expecting too much from them and you shouldn't be expecting them to take responsibility over you. Um, so if there's always one friend that you turn to, you might want to try turning to someone else once in a while. And a big part of that is boundaries. Um, if you have someone who turns to you a lot, a lot, a lot, and you feel like they're calling all the time, coming around all of the time, if Nicole allows, um, then it's really important that you set boundaries, that you tell someone, hey, you know, like, if we don't have plans, don't show up out of nowhere. Or if um, you want to call me out of nowhere first, shoot me a text first to ask if I'm free. Um or to just have like a thing of that both of you know that you prefer to only hang out once or twice a week and to be on the same page with that. Be on the same page with your friendships. Set boundaries with your friendships and grow with your friendships. Um, I think those are my biggest, biggest things. And you know what? If that's something that you have a harder time making that happen organically, sit your friend down and be like, hey, so let's have a chat about what is going really well for us and what isn't going well for us. Particularly maybe after an argument or after you maybe haven't spoken to each other for a little while for whatever reason. If you haven't seen each other for ages and you're just getting back as a friendship, you know, have that conversation. Just just ask. Um, make sure that you're providing the things that someone needs and that in return they are providing the things that you need because it really most of the time it is up to you to make sure to hold people accountable and also it's up to you to just be responsible in your friendships um friendship have a lot a lot to do with trust and not just trust in the classic way of like will they keep your secrets but also like a trust that they will respect you, respect your boundaries, respect like what's important to you, what you've said, um, that you can trust their reactions to things and their advice on things. Um, and it is up to you to figure out who you can trust, who you can go to, who deserves your time, who deserves your input, um, and to realize when they no longer. Mm, I wouldn't claim... Uh, that I have mastered the art of recognizing when someone is a valuable part of my life and when someone isn't. Um, I'm really, really good at knowing when someone will be a valuable part of my life. When they're not so much and removing them when they aren't, um, I really, really struggle with. And it's very natural to struggle with that. I think that friendships ending is something that people don't talk about enough and isn't normalized enough. It's always this really heavy like big drama thing if two people fall out or aren't friends anymore and I think that that is that should stop <laughs> um I think that it should be so normal for two people to suddenly not be friends anymore or to be friends to not be friends anymore for a bigger reason but for it not to have to be dramatic um I don't have all too much advice on like how to make that happen um <laughs> other than like 
be honest with people. It's okay to tell someone that you don't want them in your life anymore. It is okay to tell someone that you don't want them in your life anymore. And you don't owe them a reason. You don't owe them an explanation. You know, if they're not a good person, if they're not giving you anything, don't have them in your life anymore. And probably rather than them just suddenly noticing that they're like blocked on your Instagram, you should probably tell them. But it doesn't have to be a whole big thing, you know? You are allowed to say to someone that you want to move on, that you want to put your time into something else. Because when you are giving yourself to friendship, you are giving your time, your energy, your love, your support. You're giving so many things. And it's your right to stop giving those things when they don't give them to you anymore. I know so many people who are still friends with their, like, toxic friends from high school or... Friends that they just don't really like anymore, but people that they're too afraid to say no to or too afraid to be honest to. So they think it'll just be easier to deal with it, to be nice to their face, to whatever. But you know what? Don't. (laughs) Just don't. It's so important to value yourself enough that you don't do that to yourself. And also don't do that to the other person. It's not fair. It is your right to not want someone in your life and you should value yourself enough to not make yourself. I myself am still constantly learning that. I'm still constantly developing it. Um, We all struggle with that. But your homework for the week is that if you've realized from this episode that there are some tough conversations that you've been putting off and that you should be having or just some friendship that you shouldn't be having um make some money moves on that get a move on because your friends should only be good things in your life um I'm definitely starting to ramble I'm getting towards the end of this episode um I really enjoyed talking about this A shout out to all of my amazing friends. Thank you for providing me with everything that you have provided me with. For giving me home. For giving me love. For giving me so much comfort. I challenge anyone who's been listening to this to do some conscious thinking through and reflecting on their friendships. And I'm going to usher you out with, with a little help from my friends, the Beatles version. Um... Listen, of all the advice that I've given you in this episode, I am about to tell you the most important thing. If you haven't seen the episode of Weird Weekends where Louis Theroux goes on Broadway and sings this song in an audition, really, really, my friend, get on that because it will enrich your life. Thank you so much for tuning in to Press Pause. I'm Anna Vanderpool. And I will see you next week.